We have more coverage on what is happening in Maui coming up throughout the show today. There are a couple of flights that are arriving this morning that were delayed from Lahaina, from Maui, and we'll keep you posted on what it's been like for Canadians. So there's more to come on that. In the meantime, though, we have some other stories to talk about, including the idea of a mystery, a really good one. Like, how do you feel about mysteries? I love hearing about them. Some of them, though, I feel like, oh, maybe we should just leave them as a great mystery. Do we always need to find out everything? Well, apparently some people do, because there is a massive search underway this month for the legendary Loch Ness Monster in Scotland. It is anticipated to be the largest effort to figure out what's going on with the Loch Ness Monster since the 1970s, believe it or not. Dr. Charles Paxton is one of the people who will be participating in this. He's a research fellow at the University of St. Andrews Center for Research into Ecological and Environmental Modeling. So we caught up to him and we asked him about the Loch Ness Monster and his fascination with the story. Well, Dr. Paxton, thanks so much for joining us. First of all, let me ask you, why are you so fascinated with the Loch Ness Monster? Ah, because I'm a big kid at heart. (laughs) Was it the first time you ever heard about it that you were fascinated by it? Like, tell us, how did you become fascinated? Uh, Well, more seriously, yeah, I've always been interested in stories, many small boys, about stories about monsters, even as a child. And I was always more interested in aquatic monsters and other sorts of monsters. Um, But I'm also a professional scientist. And it occurred to me that there were interesting questions that could be asked about people's uh, experiences and beliefs about monsters that could be investigated scientifically in a way in which hadn't been investigated in the past. And so as a hobby, I kind of do this as, uh, yeah, as something I do in my spare time. So you apply kind of scientific principles to some of these mysteries? Yeah, so I ask questions like, you know, what's the chances of there being new animals uh, to await discovery by science? How big do giant squids get? Um what can collecting together lots and lots of different reports of the Loch Ness Monster tell us about the Loch Ness Monster as a reported phenomena and those questions like that. Right. Okay. So this, this, this newest um, investigation that's going to happen here about the Loch Ness, how special, how unique is this? Um, it's, as far as I can tell, um, it's, the, it's the first time in a few decades that anybody's tried to do a coordinated watch of the Loch um, there have been big kind of search events on Loch Ness before. Um, going back to the 1980s and 1990s, there was a big systematic sonar scan of the loch where a whole fleet of um, small boats went down the loch looking to see if they could get any echoes. And they did find echoes. It's just trying to interpret what those echoes actually mean. So what do you think they need to do here to take a better look at this? Um Well, it really depends on the question that you want to to ask. If you want to ask, um, is there a Loch Ness Monster? Well, uh, I suppose getting people to look at the Loch may have a chance of seeing something. If you want to try and explain what's reported as some sort of sociological phenomena, there may be other ways of investigating what's being reported. Okay, so it depends. So what if we were looking at this from purely uh, a scientific perspective, as in, could there be a creature down there? What should we do? I think if we really wanted to do that, the best thing to do would be to repeat the full sonar scan that was done in the um, 1980s or 90s, I can't remember which. I, I think because if there was any sort of large animal that had any sort of airbag inside it, 
lungs or swim bladder or something like that, then that if it's present, that should be picked up by that if there was a big systematic scan of the rock. Do you have a it's favorite theory? To prove a negative. Yeah, I guess so. Sorry, again? I said, do you have a favorite theory about what you think it is? Oh, I think it has lots of origins. It, it, um, I actually, um, me and my colleague, Adrian Shine, actually, um, we wrote a paper where we documented um, how many different hypotheses there had actually been for the Loch Ness Monster. And we, at that point, I think there were something like 85 different really? hypotheses for what the Loch Ness Monster could be. And I think then, then there's been about another 16 or so. So there's over 100 different hypotheses for what the Loch Ness Monster is. And I, I think that, so people report the Loch Ness Monster, and I think their reports can have lots and lots of different origins. Some of them are um, to do with um, blocks of vegetation coming up from the bottom of the loch um, and becoming buoyant because of gases that in the decom uh, because of decom decomposition, and they appear for a moment at the surface and then sink. I think oh, often it's it's wakes of boats. The boat is disappears around the headland the wake is still visible if, if it's a nice uh, not very windy day and that wake is interpreted as a sinuous snake-like monster moving through the water so the Loch Ness monster has lots of origins right is there is there any kind of consistency in terms of what when they see the what they think is the physical version of the Loch Ness monster is there a consistency to what they're describing uh Yes, I've got to be a bit careful here because I've got, a, as, as a conscientious scientist, I don't want to preempt a paper that hasn't been published yet. Um, there are consistencies in what, in what is reported, and what you can find is that um, <clears throat> there are certain types of report um, where certain things are reported, where, where certain features are reported, and 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 those are those are consistent within themselves, although they're quite. The types of report are quite different from each other, but within those types, they're quite consistent. Okay, so that I would, what I'm hearing there is that there is a type of consistency when it comes to what people are describing. So that would be that would be positive, right? It's not like people are all seeing something different. Yeah, no. Well, people report different things, but 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 there are there are consistencies in what they report within within types. Yes, so that's true. Um, I, I personally think the vast majority of witnesses are perfectly sincere in the sense that they've seen something on Loch Ness. The question is, what have they actually seen? That is the question. Okay, so this new examination that's going to be done now, the biggest, is this the biggest that has ever been done? Um, well, it would depend how many people turn up on the day. <laughs> um, with the plans that are given, if like several thousand people turn up, then that would be the biggest of its type, yes. Wow. Okay. So I, I always feel like, though, Dr. Paxton, sometimes we just like a mystery. Like, do we really want to answer this question? Do we really want to know or do we like the mystery? Well, you're right there, of course. I mean, I'd, I'd rather, although I'm personally skeptical about the existence of an unknown animal in Loch Ness, I would love, love to be wrong. Um, <laughs> I'd rather, rather be wrong than right on this one. But uh, I think I am right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, I'd like to live in a world that still has monsters in it. Yeah, mysterious monsters, right? Like we don't need to answer every single question. Well, I think um, familiarity is an important part of being a monster. So things we have lots we have lots of creatures in in the world which are actually quite strange, like you know giraffes and carpies and even elephants. 
And we don't think of them as monstrous because they're really, really familiar, but they're, they're quite odd looking animals. So I think familiarity is an important component of being a monster. Well, we'll see what gets answered here. Dr. Paxton, thanks for, so thank you for your time. No problem. Thank you. That's Dr. Charles Paxton, research fellow at the University of St. Andrews Center for Research into Ecological and Environmental Modeling, fascinated as so many people are by the Loch Ness Monster. And later on this month, actually, but I think right around August 22nd or so is when they're going to launch this very large investigation into the Loch Ness Monster. This is the largest kind of search that has been done uh, since the early 1970s. It does make you wonder, though, what what has taken so long, right? Let's get to the bottom of this. I think we kind of like the mystery. We don't really want to search and find absolutely nothing, or we don't really want to search and find some benign, you know, kind of harmless answer for it. We like the mystery. There's nothing wrong with that sometimes, right?